are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. This bonus episode on this Tuesday edition of the show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. We appreciate you, as always, making Locked On Louisville your first listen of the day. Locked On Louisville is free and available on on whichever streaming service you can think of. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. A lot to get to on this episode. I want to kind of take some time to focus on college basketball recruiting and pertains to Louisville. We'll discuss why Caleb Glenn was a must-get recruit for the Louisville Cardinals, and then we'll dive a little further into his game, and I'll tell you why Caleb Glenn is just scratching the potential in terms of what he can be as a basketball player. And we'll end the show today talking about another in-state recruit in George Washington III and why he is also a must-get for the Cardinals. Um, But before we get into the content, uh, like I mentioned, my name is Dalton Pence. I'm a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone, where I serve as as a football beat writer and a recruiting analyst. Also do some PA announcing work for the university in sports like soccer, lacrosse, baseball, field hockey, etc., you can follow me on Twitter at Deepens underscore and the podcast Twitter page, as always, is LO underscore Louisville. All right, so let's get right on into it. Louisville Mill High School 2023 basketball standout Caleb Glenn committed to the Louisville Cardinals last Friday afternoon, the 41st ranked player in the 2023 cycle. He was a musket for the cards. If you follow Louisville basketball recruiting, chances are you've likely heard of this young man. He is the number one ranked recruit in the state of Kentucky, the ninth ranked small forward in the country, and obviously, like I mentioned, 41st, regardless of position nationally. So there's a couple reasons why he was a must-get recruit for Louisville. First things first, you never want to let homegrown talent leave the city and not go to your hometown university, especially if he's good enough. There is no question that he's good enough. Obviously, top 50 in his respective class. And not only that, but when you analyze what Louisville's been doing for the past 10 years or so and their recruiting tactics throughout the past 10 years for this program, there has been you know a player or handful of players on almost seemingly every single squad in that time frame that plays a key role for the respective team, and that comes from the Louisville area. Uh, you think of Quentin Snyder, a highly touted recruit out of Ballard High School, four-year player for the University of Louisville, very poised point guard, one of the fan favorites. Ray Spalding from Trinity, those two had some high school battles back in the day that if you're in the local landscape, you know all about. Ray had a very solid career here at Louisville. And most recently, David Johnson, the point guard from Trinity that just got drafted by the Toronto Raptors, only stayed at Louisville for two years, but obviously it speaks volumes as to how well he did here being able to go pro after that second year. So I think it's very obvious of this trend that Louisville basketball is trying to continue regardless of whichever coach is leading the Cardinal program. Because when you think about it, it's already hard enough for Louisville to get guys outside of the city in the state considering that most of the rest of the state are Kentucky fans. You saw how hard it was to get you know guys like Dante Allen. It seemed like you know, Louisville tried to prioritize him. Kentucky came in at the last moment, got him. 
Dominique Hawkins, even guys in Louisville are not susceptible to only staying here. Derek Willis, the Bullet East product, ends up going to Kentucky, a guy that Louisville recruited highly. So, I mean, it, it just goes to show you that just because they're in the backyard is not a guarantee that they're going to Louisville, regardless if there's any family connections or not. Um, I know that... Um, Caleb's father played football here at Louisville, so I'm not saying that that wasn't a reason why he came. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, it's hard enough considering that Louisville is still recruiting under that NCAA black cloud, and I think that that's another reason why this was a must-get recruit for Louisville, just because there's so much uncertainty. And what I'm not saying is that you know Caleb Glenn was a convenient ad. I'm not saying you you take him just because. You know, he's from you know the city, and he might be easy to get. I think you can't have that mindset. The mindset you, that you should be having is that you are lucky enough that while you're in this NCAA black cloud, that there are a handful of recruits in the area in this 2023 class that are Louisville caliber and are top 50 players, respectively, and you're able to get one. I think that that is huge. It's probably... The more notable of the two as of right now, no disrespect to George Washington III. We'll talk about him in the final segment of the show. But Caleb Glenn is a player that people started to hear about in Louisville in his freshman season at Mail, where he led the state in field goal percentage uh, for a team that probably would have won the Kentucky High School State title had it not been for COVID ending the season abruptly. Um, for those who are not aware, I'm actually the PA announcer for the male boys and girls basketball teams. This will be my fourth year with the school at my alma mater announcing for basketball. But I've had people ask me what time male plays just to come watch this kid. There have been people in the gym just to watch him as well. He's a guy that you know really has been hyped up a ton over these past couple years, and rightfully so. But he was a key recruit for the Cards, not only because he's a very talented player, because you can be a very talented player but not be considered a must-get recruit. But when you consider the context of being a hometown hero, something that Louisville has really allowed to become a staple for the program over the past decade or so, I think it's pivotal as you're going through this time of uncertainty with the NCAA dark cloud. Um, you're already you know, at the mercy of you know the bidding war that's going on between Nike and the shoe companies for recruits. Now you add in the NIL factor. Being able to land a, a player like this was big, not only for the Louisville program, but it's big for Chris Mack as well. There had been concerns about his ability to recruit um, since he came to Louisville, most have not given him a fair shake considering the NCAA stuff that he has to deal with. And um, and I'll be honest, I'll eat crow. I was one of those people, um, you know, just over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, I severely criticized Coach Mack for missing on a lot of guys in that 2020 class just because I was simply upset that we hadn't landed who I thought we should have landed or even the backups to those guys, not really taking into consideration, you know, just how difficult it may be to land those guys given the circumstances. For the most part, I think Chris Mack has done extremely well in the recruiting aspect of things. But, and this is the biggest thing, you know, people aren't going to, you know, consider what you did a couple years ago. It's what what you've done for me now. And being able to get a guy that the Louisville fan base has really pressured you to get, I think, is a great addition for Coach Mack's program, but not only for the program, but for him as well. It shows, you know, he can close on a big-time recruit. Um, 
I'm not saying that, you know, Louisville wouldn't be able to be successful moving forward if they were to miss out on Glenn, but I think it it adds a little bit to a morale that is desperately needing some positive news. A team that just missed the tournament last year. I think it's it's critical that, you know, the mojo and the morale and the momentum and the pendulum starts to swing in the right direction. This is a great addition for that. I feel like the Louisville fan base, you know, kinda has checked out in, in a lot of the ways, just you know, missing the tournament and all the stuff with the NCAA and um, the whole nine yards. But this was a huge get for the cards, both on the court for the Louisville program, you know, as a hometown hero and for the fan base as well. So um, I want to dive deeper into Caleb Glenn's skill set and tell you exactly why he is just now scratching the potential of the type of player that he can be moving forward. Um, before we get into that, I want to talk to you about our friends at Price Picks. If you're a college football fanatic like myself, this is an opportunity for you. It's daily fantasy made easy. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy and offers more college football props than anyone in the world while offering the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to interceptions thrown to touchdowns, etc. If you use the promo code LOCKED ON, you'll receive a 100% deposit match up to $100. Just be sure you use that promo code. Basically, how it works is you pick two to five players and an over under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. It allows mixed sports entries, so you can take the over on Russell Westbrook, but the under on on Patrick Mahomes, literally in the same entry. They can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So go use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com right now. Use the promo code Locked On or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Another opportunity that you need to take advantage of is in the automobile industry. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's literally impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry when you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket? rockauto.com saves you time and money, so why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business. Prices are reliably low for every customer, and they literally have everything you could need from brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Do yourself a favor. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available. Write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So we're talking about why Caleb Glenn is just now scratching the surface in terms of his true potential as a player. And I, I before that, I got to be honest, I, I'm extremely appreciative of everyone making this their first listen of the day. Like I mentioned, Lockdown Louisville is free on whatever streaming service you utilize five days a week. But right now we are talking Caleb Glenn, 6'6", 6'7", small forward out of Louisville Mill High School, 2023 Recruit committed to Louisville last week, uh, been termed a hometown hero, continuing that pipeline from Mel High School to Louisville that includes names like Daryl Griffith, Jason Osborne, 
Michael Bush, Larry O'Bannon, Chris Redman, the list goes on and on, but he is just scratching the potential of what he can be. So serving as the PA announcer for the male Bulldogs for both of Glenn's first two years with the program, I have had a lot of opportunities to see this young man play, and almost every single time I come away more impressed you know, over and over and over. Uh, Tim Hayworth has really utilized him extremely well according to his skill set. In his first year, I mentioned he led the state in field goal percentage. I forget the exact number, but it was just over 70%. Was basically used as kind of a athletic rim running big man, uh, kind of 6'5 at that time. Was used primarily on the low block, setting screens and so forth, defensively protecting the rim. Uh, there wasn't a ton of offensive reliability on him, considering that you know Mail was con- very much stacked. Um, you know Howard Fleming is now playing basketball at Illinois State. Tyron Moore is at Georgia Southern. Jake Evans is at Northern Kentucky. So so Glenn didn't have a ton of scoring responsibilities. In fact, after the first season, I was extremely interested in how he was going to react to being the number one option considering that all three of Fleming, Moore, Evans were gone and the scoring responsibilities were going to be put on now Jacksonville State combo guard Cam Pope and Glenn and he absolutely shined in the opportunity, averaged a double-double, over 20 points, over 10 rebounds, establishing his dominance no matter if teams through double teams his way, matchup zones, box and one, etc. He saw a lot of different types of defenses, but it seemingly didn't matter per se just because of I think his skill set progression was the most notable thing to me. And I'm not saying that I wasn't convinced that he was Louisville level, you know, Louisville caliber after the first year. I was, but it was more so trying to convince others. And I think his leap between year one and year two, freshman to sophomore year, amazing. And credit to Tim Hayworth, the head coach for Mail and that coaching staff for really utilizing his game properly. You know, they identified, you know, he's our best player, so we're going to put the ball in his hands a lot. Um, He still ran a lot of pick and rolls, but I saw him a lot, you know, being the ball handler in transition a lot of times, uh, got the ball a lot, you know, just inside the three-point line or at the elbow, and it caught me by surprise just how good of a passer he has turned out to be and uh, being able to find the open guys along the three-point line, along the perimeter, um, and then when defense is kind of spread out, being able to identify what he's seeing from those opposing defenses and either being able to pull up for the jump shot or take it to the rack. He's extremely strong. Uh, like I mentioned, 6'7", 200 pounds. A lot of the concerns were surrounding his perimeter shot and his ability to handle the ball. Like I mentioned, transition ball handler, and even in the half court was given some responsibilities to come get the ball at the top of the key, beat his guy off the dribble, or shoot when the opportunity presented itself. And I promise you, if you lacked off of him, um, if you gave him any type of daylight, he was not hesitant to shoot the ball at all. That's extremely en- encouraging for a young player like Glenn to recognize that he may not be you know, a knockdown three-point shooter, although that ability has grown a lot, and I think um, he could definitely be 
um, a 30% higher you know, three-point shooter in college. But his confidence and his willingness to take the perimeter shot bodes well for his offensive identity growing forward. I'm still interested to see what type of, you know, scorer he fills out to be. I, I like the possible Shane Behannon role. Both of them not that tall uh, in the 6'6 range. Um, you know, very stocky, however, um, board beasts, so to speak. Um, just attacking the glass on both ends of the court, extremely athletic and strong. I do think that as Behanan was more of a of a glass cleaner, I could see Glenn being a type of player that is able to step out and hit the deep ball with more consistency. I, I like the potential comparison to JJ Trainer in his first year in terms of being you know a solid perimeter shooter that many necessarily didn't think he was going to be, especially not this early on. Um, I'm excited for for Glenn moving forward in year three. You'll have to check out his games at Mail if you're listening to this. But in terms of being, you know, a rim protector, I'm not so sure if he's going to be a guy that averages two two blocks a game, especially not in the ACC. But I like his ability with his length to be able to guard anywhere from the three to the five in certain situations. And offensively, I mean, who who knows what the the potential is for this kid. The fact that he has progressed that much as a perimeter shooter, as a number one scoring option that can also handle the ball and facilitate it for his role, you know, coming from you know being a true big man in 2019-20 to being a, a budding superstar in 2020 to 2021, we'll keep an eye out on how he is able to fare in the 2021-22 campaign, and most importantly, we'll see how opposing defenses try to you know take him on, having given more film on his progression so um but i gotta be honest you know considering everything considering the jump he's already made and how and how much better i think he's going to get he's a top 25 recruit in my opinion i think the rankings are going to show that when it's all said and done the sky is just the limit for this kid i'm I'm super excited for him another kid that i'm super excited for is george washington the third out of christian academy uh, transferred in from Texas with his family before his sophomore season. We're going to discuss why he is also a must-get recruit for the Cardinals, but not before we discuss why Bet Online is a must in the sports betting world. As always, the eyes are turned to the gridiron as teams are back on the field to start another football season. Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, and they are your online sportsbook experts. So the final segment of the show, we've been talking about Caleb Glenn. I want to flip the page talk, to talk a little bit about George Washington III, who doesn't get talked about like Caleb Glenn gets talked about in the city. I think that's because you know he just came here last season. COVID took away a lot of the opportunities for fans to get to see him play, but um, people are learning his name and they're going to continue to do so. I had a feature with him for CardinalSportsZone.com, and I just gotta say, um, you know, Washington the third is you know an outstanding young man in terms of uh, where his head's at in the recruiting process and how he goes about it. Um, really has a, a good 
role model to look after in George Washington II, the former um, high school basketball coach at Mercy last season and a former assistant coach for Texas. But like I mentioned, he is a must-get for the cards, and that's simply because this kid is the real deal. When I look at his game, six foot two, 165 pounds, he reminds me a lot of former Louisville great Terry Rozier. And here's what I mean by that. I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, a, a close to lottery pick or anything like that. What I am saying is there is a lot of similarities between their respective games. I look at them as both, you know, sneaky athletic guys. They're not, you know, jump out of the gym type athleticism, but their athleticism will surprise you. I think that their, you know, scoring repertoires are extremely advanced, you know, when you consider where Terry was at Louisville in terms of his offensive bag. I think George Washington the third kind of contains that offensive skill set as well. Just being able to score at all three levels, I think his ability to create his own shot is notable. And earlier, we mentioned Quentin Snyder, former Ballard star. They both have some similarities just because, you know, like I mentioned, you know, Washington is not going to be a guy that wows you in terms of flying down the court, throwing down windmills in-game, which actually he's starting to you know, surprise me as a dunker, so who knows at the end of the day. But what he is going to do, you know, is is he's going to show you just how solid he is as a basketball player. You know, Quentin Snyder at Ballard, you know, not necessarily the most jaw-dropping type prospect, but when you look at the box score, you, you quickly, you know, see that he lit this stat sheet up. That's what Washington does you know, listed as a combo guard, I actually think that you know over the summer he's shown that not only is he a very gifted scorer that can you know score in a multitude of different ways, but he's also a very intuitive passer. Uh, will do anything to help his team win, kind of like Quentin Snyder. So for Louisville, in terms of being a must-get, first off on the court, he like Glenn, I think is going to end up as a top 25 player, and even if he doesn't, I think he's got top 25 talent. Anytime you can get a guard that can not only score in the ways that he can score, but also be able to uh, facilitate the ball in the ways that he can. I think that you know that he never gets too high, never gets too low. The game doesn't speed him up nor slow him down. He's able to execute at his own pace, and while doing so, just being able to handle the ball with extreme care and quality. I'm very much a fan of this young man's game, and I think for Louisville, it makes a lot of sense. I think in years past, um, you know, we don't necessarily get the most athletic guards out there, but we get guards that are very sound in their skill sets. Um, Carleek Jones is a guy that's not going to wow you athletically, but what he did so well for Louisville is that he played at his own pace. He could create his own shot, whether off the dribble or being able to catch and shoot as well. Andy was a very underrated facilitator. So I think what I'm trying to say at the end of the day is that there are a handful of previous blueprints from former Cardinal players that showed why Washington can be so successful here and why he's a pivotal type of recruit that Louisville needs to go after. And then if you look past the basketball court and you kind of start to draw some comparisons as to why the Kale Glenn recruitment was so important, and that's you know considering the fact that you know recruiting right now for Louisville is not easy when you have the NCAA cloud, when you're competing against other teams 
that are able to get shoe money and stuff like that. And I don't want to get into the whole conspiracy theory and stuff like that. Just calling a spade a spade. You know, Louisville is not being dealt a fair hand. And at the end of the day, it seems like, you know, the punishment shouldn't be all that much considering that I feel like the cards have already been punished since nothing has been done. And it has literally been four years since this whole thing went down with the FBI and stuff like that. But that's, that's a conversation for a different day. I digress. But nonetheless, GW3 is a pivotal recruit because of his skill set, because you know recruiting is not going to get any easier for Louisville in the near future until the NCAA cloud gets sent away. And on top of that, this also establishes some sort of a pipeline moving forward for future talent. Because I can tell you, you know, after talking with various high school coaches within the area, there are some players coming up. Some of them are in middle school now. Some of them are very young in their high school careers that are absolutely going to be players that have the caliber to be on Louisville's radar. And I think, you know, getting guys like Caleb Glenn, getting recruits like George Washington III and Caleb Glenn really help you continue that trend of being a hometown hero and, you know, fitting in with those local guys that have made such big contributions to this university on the basketball court. We've seen it over time. The more things change, the more they stay the same. And we've seen, you know, I don't think it's been any coincidence that when Louisville has beaten Kentucky in the 2010s, you know, and so on, it's been at the hands of a very solid Louisville native. We've seen it Quentin Snyder 2016, David Johnson this past year, you know, etc., so on, so forth. From what I hear, the cards are sitting pretty well in George Washington's recruitment along with Ohio State, Tennessee, and some others. It's now up to Chris Mack to be able to roll out the red carpet like he did for Glenn and secure his services. The Cardinal coaching staff was at every one of Washington's summer games over in AAU. The team went to the his high school team went to the Louisville camp earlier in 2021 as well. So the relationship is there. It's just a matter of going out and securing his signature, but would be a huge and monumental recruiting win or wins, I should say, to get not only Caleb Glenn, but George Washington III into the fold. So we talked a little bit about why Caleb Glenn was a must-get for Louisville and why his Potential is just now scratching the surface of what he could be. And then we ended out with, obviously, George Washington being a pivotal musket for Louisville as well. Um, In tomorrow's episode, we will flip back to college football, start to preview the next opponent on the docket, which is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. I want to give a couple quick shots before we go. Um, first of the Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. Be sure to check that out at cardinalsportszone.com. Released last Sunday. Some great stuff there. Speaking of Louisville basketball, Jeremy Wallman did a interview with assistant coach Ross McMahons. You can check that out on that podcast. Also want to give a quick one out to the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get all the daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow that podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. I can't stress enough how appreciative I am for you making Locked on Louisville your first listen of the day. As a reminder, it is free on every streaming service that you use, and it's five days a week. That's going to wrap up this bonus episode of the Locked on Louisville Tuesday show. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Everyone have a great day. Go Cards.